You are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good with y'all? It's your girl, Janam, right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA and other combat sports, too. We also discuss the issues that surround the role of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and, of course, where they are now. So what is happening, y'all? I hope everybody has been having a fantastic day and a phenomenal week so far. Wow. Okay, I cannot believe that it's been another week. Uh, Once again, for the 1,000th time, I keep saying this, but trust me, I feel like once you have like a point of reference of, okay, like time is just flying by or, oh, it's already been a week or, oh, it's already been a month. You really do notice how fast time is just flying by. And I really do feel it, especially this summer. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if anybody else can resonate, but I'm definitely feeling it like that. So let's hope that we can take every day as it is and just try to be in the moment, be present, honestly and enjoy the little things in life uh, because that's what life is all about. You know what I mean? And on that note, uh, I'm actually, actually, I shouldn't say the brand, but, you know, today after uh, my day at work, I did some yoga, you already know, and then I had dinner and I just cracked open a very, very good beer um, that I'm not going to name the brand for, but I'll say what type of beer it is. I'm probably having the best uh west coast ipa right now and i just love ipa so much so uh you know beer and coffee are my favorite beverages so if you really want to make me happy just buy me one of those if you can't but uh yeah so speaking of just enjoying the little things in life you know just keep it up like that and you'll see how much your quality of life just improves by so much so i really hope that everybody's been enjoying their days these days and enjoying their summer and uh, i know especially if you live in southern ontario you probably noticed the the rain showers here and there and i was just telling a colleague that i really can't remember another summer that we had this much rain during the summer but you know what? It's good for the environment. It's good for the uh, for your lawn, literally. Like it's good for the plants, and it just kind of like purifies the air. And there's so much seren- serenity associated with it. So you know what? I'm not even complaining about that. Although it'd be nice if we didn't have as much rain, and uh, we could just hit the beach a little bit more often. But here we are, and we gotta enjoy the every single thing that we're given and use them to the best of our, the best of our ability excuse me to uh just make the most out of them right that's what life is all about all right enough about me ranting about life i feel like i can i can actually rant about life a whole bunch four episodes on and on and on uh but alas this is tko and you know what y'all let me tell you, this is probably one of the biggest episodes of the year, and I'll tell you why that is. So if you're an avid fan of mixed martial arts, especially if you're a follower of the UFC, you know that every year the UFC, and thank goodness, like whoever invented this thing, like God bless their soul, because uh, it's just phenomenal. Um, 
the UFC has created this thing every year in which they have a whole week dedicated to fighting. So, do-do-do, happy international fight week, everyone. I can't believe, like, again, me saying this every single time. It's been another year, and uh, here we are. But I just feel like this year, though, this year for International Fight Week, things are a little bit different, a little bit more special, because as of this year, the UFC will be turning 30 years old. So it's not only International Fight Week, but the UFC is also doing a bunch of different events for their 30th anniversary and this is so surreal um i was just trying to put into perspective so i'm 25 and um to to think about how the ufc had their first ever event five years before i was born it just like it gives me goosebumps um and uh you know to just like reflect back on those early mixed martial arts days and how the ufc wanted to initially conceptualize this whole mixed martial arts thing and uh them inviting people who were at the top of their game in whatever combat sports they they were participating in and every one of them coming into the octagon or the cage at the time and just showcasing whatever it was that they had at at the time whatever skill set that they possessed at the time to really show to the world and the audience that you know what my martial arts my combat sport is better than yours it's more dominant than yours it's more effective than yours and lo and behold when those events kept on persisting everybody just kind of realized like oh my goodness you know what why will we just focus on which martial art or combat sport is the greatest when we can just put them all together bro you know what i mean so thank goodness for that honestly um it's been in the works for the past 30 years but i'm so happy that it has come to fruition and as we speak and i mean come on even from when we started doing tko in 2016 we have come a long way we as in the mma community have come a long way so many events have transpired that have led to the evolution of mixed martial arts and i feel so privileged personally as the host of tko to have been able to um, attend to those topics and to discuss them freely on this platform that we're given here by cfru and to raise uh, raise awareness of everything and to just talk about them discuss them get excited about them if something bad went down we would get upset if something controversial went down we would just be so you know on the edge of our seats and uh we went through that all of all of us like at least for the time that we did that we did tko and for the past 30 years with the ufc which was the initial organization that was able to legally establish mixed martial arts so Happy 30th anniversary to the UFC. This is so surreal. Goodness, if I could, honestly, if I could, and if I could actually afford it, I would get a ticket right now to Vegas to attend International Fight Week. Like, I feel like if you, if you're a little bit beyond a casual MMA fan, to be able to attend this event is just a dream come true. It's like, I'm trying to put it into perspective for whoever is not an avid MMA fan. It's like, uh, uh, like what, uh, Comic Con basically. It's like Comic Con basically, yeah. So it, it's like the Comic Con of uh martial arts basically. But again, this year it's just 
uber special because it's their 30th anniversary and they're having a bunch of amazing events and so many meet and greets with uh, a lot of their famous fighters and the cherry on top y'all the cherry on top by the way on a side in a side bracket we will be talking about some of the important events that are going to be happening for international fight week um not going to be talking about them in too much detail but in case you're interested or if in case you're actually attending International Fight Week in person, just to give you a heads up and to just tell you what's actually available out there this week, we're going to be talking about it in more detail in a few minutes. But like I was saying, the cherry on top for this whole thing, for this whole International Fight Week that is actually celebrating the 30th anniversary of the UFC is arguably one of the biggest events that the UFC has hosted this year aka ufc 290 which is going to be of course you know everything's happening in las vegas right now with international fight week and uh they're going to be having ufc 290 at the t-mobile arena in vegas again no surprise i feel like the t-mobile arena has become the home arena for uh for all the fights that happen by the ufc in vegas and it's a pretty darn big arena. If you've ever been to Vegas uh, and you just drive past it, even if you don't don't go inside it, you will just get, oh my God, like, ah, I can't believe, like, if I actually were to go into this uh, arena and watch a fight, especially a fight of this caliber, uh, I would just get goosebumps. I don't know how, would I, how I would personally handle it, but... Anyway, so the fights are going to be happening at the T-Mobile Arena and the the whole event is going to be headlined by a phenomenal featherweight championship bout between <laughs> the current champion Alexander Volkanovsky and Yair Rodriguez is going to be challenging um, Alexander Volkanovsky for his title. Now... <laughs> I'm, okay, so you might have noticed that I, I hesitated a little bit as I was introducing the headliners for UFC 290. And that is because, and I don't know if anybody else has noticed this right now, if you have been checking uh, like the tail of the tapes and whatnot, they would tell you who's a champion, who's not, right? And we know for a fact that Alexander Volkanovsky, he has been uh, the long reigning uh, featherweight champion. So we, we know that he is the champion, but somehow here I'm seeing that Yaya Rodriguez is also the champion. Now, I don't know if I miss something, uh, most likely not because <laughs> I'm an MMA fanatic. So I don't know what's going on. I don't know if this is just a technical glitch on behalf of the UFC or what's going on, but uh, they're showing that Yaya Rodriguez is a champion here as well. Again, I'm not really sure. Uh, he might be the interim champion. Who knows? But we know for a fact that Alexander Volkanovsky is the champion right now at featherweight. And things are looking good, man. Things are looking good. Um, I'm going to be talking about this in more detail. But I really just want to highlight some of the other fights that are going to be happening on this card, we for the co for the co-main event, we're going to be having another championship bout. This is going to be a flyweight championship bout between the current champion Brandon Moreno, who's going to be fighting off against the number two contender in the flyweight division, 
Alexander Pantoja. And I hope that I didn't uh, butcher his last name. This side is also going to be really interesting. Brandon Moreno is one of those tough, tough guys out there who has always been able to overcome adversity with such a phenomenal attitude. Honestly, if you've um, been catching up with him outside the octagon and outside his uh, fighting career, you'll never see him not have a smile on his face. And he just has such a phenomenal attitude, even in defeat. So that's something that you really want, you know, um, and something that really makes him super attractive to the fans. So for that reason, I personally, and not just me, but a lot of fans out there always get so excited whenever Brandon Moreno is on a fight card. Now, uh, <laughs> for the third last fight of the evening, and I'll, I'll just briefly go through this and some other fights, and then I'll, I really want to go back and break down the main fights on this card. So the third last fight of the evening is going to be a middleweight bout between Robert Whitaker who is the former champion at the middleweight division, and he's going to be fighting off against South Africa's very own Drikus Duplessis. And I'm sorry, again, if I butchered his last name. If I have to be honest, I have not really been following up with his work, uh, with Duplessis's work. If, again, I'm sorry if I'm butchering his last name. But Robert Whitaker, I don't know if anybody doesn't know Robert Whitaker, um, a man who uh, just you know, has so much pride for his home country of Australia and uh, him too has overcome a lot of adversity, but adversity in, in the form of having to face a lot of injuries in his professional career um, and having to fight through them, fight championship fights through them. So kudos to him, honestly. Um, he's not the champion anymore, as we all know, but here he is, you know, he's still the number two contender in the middleweight division. And uh, he's a very, very well-rounded mixed martial artist, especially when it comes to his striking. He's like none other. So in this case, I'll be really interested to see how things go down between him, Robert Whitaker, and his opponent, Duplessis. But uh, in terms of some other fights that are going to be happening on this card... I'm going to briefly turn our attention to the preliminary card here, which is going to be uh, featured by an interesting bout, an interesting welterweight bout uh, between Robert Whitaker and... Um, oh my gosh, did I say Robert Whitaker? Excuse me. I meant uh, Robbie Lawler, actually. And Nico Price is going to be his opponent in this case. So both guys are UFC veterans. And Robbie Lawler used to be the welterweight champion, actually. And he's uh, he's been in the UFC for a hot minute now. And Nico Price, he too, I mean, he's one of those troopers out there. You know what I mean? So for him to be fighting off against Robbie Lawler, this is going to be one of those like veteran versus veteran type of fights. So I'm personally really excited to see how this fight is also going to go down. I'm trying to see who else is over here. And hmm. Yeah. So <laughs> you know what? For the sake of time, I'm just going to really just turn our attention into the main event and the co-main event of UFC 290. But, you know, that being said, again, I'm only doing this like this because I don't want us to run out of time and I really just want to make sure that we cover everything for 
uh, UFC 290 and the fight between Volkanovski and uh, Yaya Rodriguez because there's so much to talk about. So many technical, like, little pieces here and there to go through. So, you know what? Without further ado, I'm going to talk about it. Actually, you know what? Uh, I was going to talk about International Fight Week, but you know what? Okay, you know what? I'll just go through them one by one. I'm not going to get into too much detail about them. But then after I talk about the events that are happening at International Fight Week, then we can go uh, go back and break down the fight between Volkanovski and Rodriguez. And if we have time, also talk about the main event in more detail. Okay, so International Fight Week. Um, so it then officially starts from July 3rd, which was yesterday. So, or... I get I'm I'm recording this on Tuesday for those of you listening from CFRU on Thursday. I, you guys already know I pre-record. Anyways, so um it started on Monday of this week and it's going to go on until July 9th, which is the Sunday. And officially the events will begin from Thursday. So there's going to be a UFC 290 press conference. They're also going to be having, so every year at International Fight Week, the UFC also hosts a, uh, like a Hall of Fame ceremony. Um, so they're going to be having their 2023 UFC Hall of Fame induction ceremony presented by Toyo Tires. Okay. <laughs> um at the T-Mobile Arena. So during this event, they would just honor some past fighters, some past fights. It's almost like, if I have to put it into perspective, it's like the Oscars, but for the UFC. <laughs> so it's pretty fun. And um, I don't I don't remember a time that they've decided on inducing, inducing? Inducting, inducing. Oh my God. I, As you can tell, I'm really into science. So inducing, inducing gene expression, whatever. So, so um <laughs> what i was saying was for these ceremonies that they have i cannot recall a time that they inducted someone into the hall of fame and people were like what you know that's that doesn't make sense like i can't remember that ever happening so whoever's on these committees to decide oh like this person gets inducted into the hall of fame or this fight gets into gets inducted into the hall of fame i feel like they're doing their job well so uh, no complaints there but then after thursday uh now <laughs> on the friday they're having a ufc x event which i have no idea what it is so if you want to find that out you better get a flight to vegas and find that out for yourself and um to briefly talk about some other things they're having a 30 years q a which is pretty dope. Um, I'm assuming Dana White is going to be hosting that session. <laughs> so they're just going to be, I guess, reminiscing, just uh, strolling down mem memory lane for whatever they did over the past 30 years, which is amazing. And then following that, we're going to be having the tw UFC 290 ceremonial weigh-ins. And that I'm super excited about, especially because usually we see fighters just trash talking each other just like you know things can get a little bit heated sometimes at these ceremonial weigh-ins but we'll see we'll see and then on saturday we're gonna be having ufc 290 of course and then they're having an official viewing party they're having an after party oh that's nice i wish i could go but <laughs> anyways alas i'll have an after party 
in Canada. That's fine. Um, and then on Sunday, they're having... Ooh, okay, okay. Now, I would totally get a ticket to Vegas just for this. On Sunday, they're having an official UFC pool party. Okay. Now, I really, <laughs> I really wonder if... Um, in this pool party you'll like come across people like conor mcgregor or i don't know just like some fun fighters who are out there i i'm really curious about this now you know but um this is their schedule and you know what i can only imagine how much work has gone into making all this happen um especially with with all these events happening like they probably have so many people on board to to help organize all these events so kudos to them honestly and you know what? Let me just open up a side bracket and say this. Um, I know that sometimes, especially, you know what? A lot of the fans out there who claim to be like, oh, I'm not like a typical MMA fan. Like, I don't just watch the UFC or whatever. A lot of them do tend to just trash the UFC for no reason because of how mainstream it is or whatever it is, right? And I just want to say, you know what? It's great that... We have those other organizations available to us, first of all, for fighters to be fighting in them and for us to be able to watch them for entertainment purposes, of course. But let's not forget that we would not be here right now if it weren't because of all the efforts that were put forward by the UFC for the past 30 years, right? If it, if it weren't because of the UFC, we would not have the sport legalized in so many states in the united states we would not have it legalized and sanctioned in different countries across the world um and again like i was saying in the beginning of the show we would not be where we are with how evolved the sport is i feel like the ufc has you know i know there's always the argument of also the um alternate argument of oh the ufc like they don't pay their fighters blah 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 completely agree with that you know i'm not saying that the ufc is absolutely perfect i think they still have a long way to go in that regard especially when it comes to their fighter employers or excuse me employees um they still have a long way to go and they need to improve on a bunch of things to make things more fair for their fighters that being said, though, um, I feel like we should always pay credit where, where it's due. And I feel like it is very much overdue here because, again, it's been 30 years and I genuinely don't think that we would be here without them right now. So hate them or love them. Here they are celebrating 30 years of existence. And you know what? I wish I could go to their pool party on Sunday. But anyways, <laughs> I'll just I'll just uh blow up like a kiddie pool in my backyard and pretend that I'm at the UFC pool party. That's what I'm going to do. Anyways, okay, okay, enough is enough. So now, now that we talked about that, let's freely talk about the main event at UFC 290, Volkanovski versus Rodriguez. So let's talk about Alexander Volkanovski, y'all. So Volkanovski, just a brief background on his professional athletic career, should I say? <clears throat> excuse me he used to play rugby professionally um he used to play rugby uh, at a much higher weight uh, and if you are familiar with rugby uh you need to be incredibly fit for rugby and the sport the way you have to condition yourself for it you have to be incredibly muscular you need to condition your body in a way that you are able to literally explode on the field 
because that's how rugby is played, basically. So for that reason, Alexander Volkanovsky, if you go back to some of his earlier pictures, he is pre- he used to weigh, I think, about 200 pounds. But now he is the featherweight champion. Uh, so means that he has to weigh at 145 pounds every single time that he's fighting now. Just put that into perspective, right? But that being said, you know, for him to be already a successful rugby player, to him, uh, I mean, over time becoming the featherweight championship, uh, excuse me, the featherweight champion of the world in the UFC, that shows you that overall, you know, it doesn't matter if he um, um, plays sports at a higher weight or a lower weight, he still has that X factor in him that enables him to be a successful athlete, period, right? And so now here he is. He is indeed the featherweight champion of the world. Uh, from the time that he stepped foot in the UFC, he had been undefeated. And even as the featherweight champion, he was undefeated until he moved up a weight division to the lightweight division at 155 pounds, still as the featherweight champion. And in that division, he fought the lightweight champion, Islam Makachev. But unfortunately, in that fight, he was defeated through a unanimous decision. But again, that being said, he's actually still undefeated as the featherweight champion of the world. Now, Volkanovski, again, like I said, he's a phenomenal athlete overall. And because of that, I feel like he's been able to master a lot of mixed martial arts techniques over the years, just absolutely master them, which have really helped him become the well-rounded MMA fighter that he is. Yes, in terms of his stature, um, he is a little bit, uh, you know, he's not that tall, but uh he possesses a lot of power. He has so much uh, explosiveness in him, if that makes sense. So that's something that his opponent, in this case, Yair Rodriguez, needs to watch out for. But talking about Yair Rodriguez himself, too, he is no one to underestimate. He has a black belt in Taekwondo. If you go back and watch some of his earlier fights, you'll remember that... Um, he would strike with you, but he would strike with his feet. He would just try to kick you. Like, he would kick you as if he was just throwing jabs at you. That's how easy it was for him to throw kicks. Um, and he's just a very good striker from that aspect. Now, that being said, he has had his own ups and downs. Um, just a few losses here and there. Uh, he had one loss against Frankie Edgar. Uh, due to a TKO, which was a doctor stoppage. And so that doesn't, I guess that doesn't really count. But then he had a unanimous loss against Max Holloway, but it's Max Holloway. Uh, arguably, Max Holloway should be inducted into the Hall of Fame. So we're not going to talk about that. But in terms of his most recent fights, he's won a fight against Brian Ortega and he's won a fight against the absolute monster, Josh Emmett. So that puts him on top for sure. Um, now, comparing. Um, how do I put it? Like physically comparing him to Volkanovski, he is much taller than Volkanovski. So in this case, I would say he can establish his range in a much better way. And for that reason, he can keep him on the outside, maintain his range, uh, throw strikes from the, from the distance and keep him um, away from him so that Volkanovski cannot close the distance uh, for him to throw those powerful, powerful shots that he usually throws and really demolishes opponents with. 
So I would say that is the key to success for, for Yair Rodriguez in this case. But for Volkanovski, you know what? He is super explosive. I, I feel like he needs to take use that to his advantage. He, If I were in his shoes, again, I'm not, but if I were... I would totally, um, during my training camp, I would work on my wrestling so that when I wrestle with Yair Rodriguez and I'm able to successfully take him down, this way he cannot throw any shots at me whatsoever and I can completely keep him under my control and do whatever it is that I want as the featherweight champion. So I would say that would be the key to success for him in this fight. But you know what? <sighs> All we got to do is to just actually sit down and watch the fight. The MMA math doesn't always work out. And that's the beauty of the sport. And goodness, I wish we had more time to talk about the co-main event of the evening as well. But please, please, everyone, make sure you watch the fights on Saturday night, UFC 290. Uh, it is going to be a blast. And I'm so excited that this fight card is here. And I'm so excited that International Fight Week is here. And that the UFC is celebrating their 30th anniversary. All right. I'm just looking at the clock right now. Unfortunately, that is all the time we're going to be having for this week, y'all. Make sure you go to CFRU.ca to catch up with previous episodes. You can also go to Spotify and Apple Podcasts to download our episodes. And until next time, it's your girl Janan right here. And this is TKO. Peace out. Peace out.